Welcome to the Ford Marketing Podcast, the podcast that covers internet marketing strategies and leadership tactics to move your business forward with your host, Joshua Jarvis. Welcome back to the Ford Marketing Podcast, it's number four, RD Marketing. And uh, what's funny is that I've, I've met some people now that have listened to the podcast or they found me online and they think the company's name is 4RD Marketing. Marketing and what you may or may not know is actually have a friend named RD. So it's almost like every time someone says that to me, I think of him. uh, That the company is actually for RD, and um, it's actually Ford. So like the the word Ford, like moving your business forward. So just in case uh, you're listening to this podcast and you're like wondering what for RD actually means, it's like uh, second, third, Ford. Get it, Ford. So it's for RD marketing.com is where the podcast is. So uh, without further ado, let's get started for today. Um, We have a lot of episodes lined up for the next few weeks that um, are going to be diving into growth growth hacking. Um, After the, uh, it seemed like a lot of you were very interested in the Instagram uh, podcast that I did about uh, what the pros do there. So we have a Pinterest uh, episode lined up for you to leverage Pinterest coming up. Also, uh, LinkedIn has made some changes, and so we need to go over that again. Um, That LinkedIn uh, episode was one of my most uh, popular episodes recently, and um, our show has a milestone that I'm very excited about, and that is um, we are passing the 1,000 downloads mark. So that's been pretty exciting. And uh, But before we get into um, some of these growth hacking episodes that I've got planned, we have... Uh, got to cover some of the conferences and the things that are going on change, changes wise uh, that you need to know about. So today's episode is about um, what happened at the Facebook conference, the uh, F8 Fate conference, and um, and the next week we're actually going to go over sort of the state of the internet, sort of we're in a middle of the year review of what's going on, what's working, what's not, and what's coming down the pipe. What do you as a business owner need to know about? Uh, in order to be ready for the changes that are happening every year in year out, so um, kind of like what we talked about with uh, one of the mobile mobile first index, um, that's full in on effect. So you need to listen to that episode if you haven't done anything with your website. Hopefully you have, um, but that all that advice, you know, going mobile first has been around for uh, a few years, and it comes from uh, sort of just studying this stuff and seeing what's coming down the pipe. Like for instance. Uh, VR and voice search, those sort of things are going to be important in the upcoming uh, years. So without further ado, let's get into the 10 or 11 things that came out of the F8 conference uh, for Facebook. And um, you guys might have seen on the news, of course, where Zuckerberg is getting grilled by Congress. And it's almost like um, that conversation that young people have with their parents about things or... Uh, you know, it's almost like, um, you know, how did you get all that data on us? Well, uh, you gave it to me, Senator. Um, so uh, a lot, a lot has been done about that. I guess, um, you know, to the government's defense, they feel like they need to protect, uh, protect us from ourselves. I guess. So um, one of the first things that came out though was interesting was face date uh, or face dating, uh, and that is uh, that Facebook is going to be launching a dating. Uh, 
sort of application within Facebook so that, you know, you could mark your status as single and available and meet people there. Um, Facebook is trying anything it can to stay relevant. And that's basically, you know, if you had a tune out right now, um, that is the takeaway from today is that Facebook is dying. And what they're doing is trying to do anything they can to stay relevant. And so they're looking at these uh, other industries where people are spending more and more time in these sort of sub-social networks. It's kind of like, um, you know, you've seen this migration over the years. When AOL first came out, there was chat rooms, and then there was groups, and then there was forums, and there was sub-forums, and all these things. And then they got the social media, and then we went to these big sites like Twitter and Facebook where every and MySpace where everything was shared. And then we started, what did Facebook do? We started getting into groups on Facebook, and then Slack came around, and now we're back into sort of this sort of micro uh, network effect. And um, so this is just part of the cycle that's been happening since the, since the internet sort of came out, if you will. So, uh, so this dating thing is just another thing where we see a lot of people on uh, Tinder and, um, you know, all the iterations of that, as well as, you know, the websites like Match and um, eHarmony and all that. So, just another way to stay relevant. Uh, I don't really think it's that big of a deal for business owners uh, other than just kind of keeping your eye on Facebook because you know they want to stay relevant. They've got a lot of money, and so they might be agile enough to stay relevant. I doubt it, but anyway. So the next one, number two, is uh, they're going to give you the ability to clear the history. Now, this is really more about... Um, you know, if you listen to that GDPR episode where I talked about, um, you know, a lot of the data, you know, a lot of this stuff is a much ado about nothing, but it is so annoying. We have to be in compliance as business owners. And so what they're doing is they're basically trying to um, uh, clear history is not really anything to do with compliance in that regard. Um, actually, what they're doing is letting you delete your search history so that your feed uh, the thing that the, your experience is a little bit more generic. So basically, if you clear your feed, um, it will make your feed less creepy. You know, it won't be showing you the ads that maybe you had browsed before, all of that. Um, this doesn't change anything about all the data they've collected on you. So uh, whether you clear your history or not does not necessarily mean that they've cleared their history on you. So that's an important point. Uh, it just means that you won't necessarily see as many targeted ads. Um, and so, so in some respects, I guess, uh, it protects you somewhat uh, from that. Um, what it might be useful is if a family was sharing a, a Facebook account. I mean, it kind of, kind of goes both ways. It's kind of the um, uh, incognito mode like that Google Chrome has where, you know, you could sort of shield yourself from maybe, you know, if, uh, you know, if someone's looking at adult content, but they're sharing a family Facebook account uh, for whatever reason, then uh, maybe you keep your feed a little bit more generic. But I really don't see this doing anything other than it's kind of a neat, uh, kind of a nice attempt to make Facebook sort of seem a little bit less creepy. And um, I think it's kind of a mini olive branch, if you will, to in a step in the right direction. So, uh, and, and for business owners... Again, not really a whole lot here to worry about. Um, it probably takes out some of your audience, but um, you know, doesn't isn't really going to change a whole lot. So uh, the big one one is really actually talking about Instagram, and so Instagram, obviously owned by Facebook, um, is implementing video chat as well as anti-bullying. And I've been saying this for a while that although Instagram is full of um, 
you know, sort of narcissism and people sort of taking pictures of their butts and uh, their chests and all this other stuff that um, as far as a visual medium goes, I mean, as far as a social uh, media platform goes, um, it's to me a better experience overall than Facebook right now. And I think that a lot of the, the younger demographic is saying the same thing. And so what is Instagram trying to do? Well, they add video chat here to compete with Snapchat and they're adding anti-bullying to sort of make it a little bit more family friendly. And we, we didn't cover this, but Snapchat is known for, you know, having pornography, even though it's primarily you being used by uh, a very, very young demographic. Um, And so, you know, it's not a place for kids. Uh, If you have kids that are using Snapchat, um, you know, it's, you have to monitor it because they could easily stumble into, um, you know, something. And Snapchat has these things called stories and advertisements in it, uh, particularly by Cosmopolitan that is basically, you know, sort of risen to be the playboy now, you know, without the nudity. Um, And so they had, um, there was a recent story about Cosmopolitan running ads on Snapchat called something like Cosmopolitan After Dark. It was basically pornography. And, you know, if your child is on Snapchat, there's no way to sort of block the ads um, that are offensive in that way. So anyway, Instagram uh, adding this is just basically trying to be a little bit more family friendly um, and trying to be more of the location for the kids to go to. Um, and, uh, you know, I've seen over, done some tests on Instagram as well just to see how much pornography is on there. And, um, you know, they're very good about cleaning that up. So there's not a lot of nudity there. Um, there's still, you're still going to run into, you know, the sort of uh, thong pictures and those sort of things, but you won't run into the, the you know, full-on pornographic uh, stuff unless you look really, really hard. So, uh, so that's really good. So, uh, number four is that the Facebook apps are open again. So, the real big story here is for businesses that were, um, you probably don't think about this a whole lot. So, you know, probably think just chatbots and stuff were affected or apps that sort of integrate with Facebook. And if you're not too techie, you probably don't think a whole lot about it. But imagine you open up a new website that requires you to log in and you wanted to add that login with Facebook button. Well, that requires you to register your as, as an app. And so that's a big, big, big thing that, you know, basically everyone sort of had put their Facebook integrations on hold. I really think this probably hurt Facebook more than the business owners um, because basically, you know, you no longer uh, sort of viewed it as that marketing platform, you know. So especially for the sort of newer businesses that are being put on hold. So that's open again. Um, so now you can go back to creating chatbots. You can go back to um, integrating the login button and all the other th- cool things that you can do with Facebook. Um, and it's interesting to know that they get so much flack, but um, without that data, we wouldn't have a lot of the cool uh, things that we can do to sort of customize an experience for um, a user. So so the four things so far I mentioned was a dating you know, clearing the history, Instagram's pretty, pretty big, and then the apps are open. Um, this other one is just kind of a side note. I'm just going to gloss right through this, but Facebook is is sort of doubling down on their VR technology. They think that's something that people are going to want, um, and so they're launching a $100, so $200 VR set. So basically, you can get the set. Right now, all you can do is watch Facebook uh, Watch, which um, I, don't, I don't know if there's any shows on there that are worth watching, but... Um, if you are addicted to Facebook and you know, it's become your world, then you can actually make it your world by buying this and putting it on your head and, uh, and then enjoying yourself on Facebook right now there, there's plans to launch other things on it, but 
you know, for business owners, these things that I mentioned, the Instagram video chat's huge. Um, and that's probably the most important takeaway out of these first few ones. So the, um, uh, the next thing is, is also worthwhile mentioning that uh, what's up? Uh, is now at 450 million users, which is two times Snapchat. So to give you a perspective of what how Facebook feels about Snapchat is that they feel like they're a direct competitor to them in Instagram, but they also have this other app, what's what you know, what's up? And um, you know, it's just interesting to see the growth in the number of users. There's 450 million users. And the main reason is because that's it's a global phenomenon. It's not uh, just tied to the US. So uh, that's another thing. So, you know, why is it important to business owners? It's important to business owners to pay attention to the apps that are being used. Um, WhatsApp may, may actually be something that you may want to look at for your business. Your customers are using it. Um, and especially if you've got a global business, it may be worthwhile for you to have a presence there. Um, similar to uh, conversations that I've been having offline with other people about um, the service called Twitch, where, you know, a lot of people watching video game streaming but there's also other opportunities there for you to have um, sort of a presence. And it also just shows people's behavior and the kind of content that they want. So something to pay attention to uh, there. So uh, in a weird sort of note, uh, Facebook is converting your 2D photos into 3D photos. Um, now, Facebook is trying to be less creepy by letting you delete your clear, uh, your uh your history, your search history, um, but they made it a little bit more creepy by taking photos that you're posting and turning them into these weird 3D photos. Um, assuming, assuming that you basically could go into VR and experience, I guess, that memory over again. Um, I'm not really sure. It sounds really cool. Um, it sounds really neat, uh, but it doesn't. I don't really know what purpose it serves. Um, it's probably just one of those things that uh, just kind of show that Facebook's trying to stay innovative and trying to come up with new things. Um, and uh, it's just basically trying to stay relevant. So, um, but what's really new is sound sharing. So this last item is definitely important for business owners to listen to. And that is that basically now you can share SoundCloud, Spotify, and uh, from GoPro. And basically the sound is going to be quote unquote native to Facebook. So what that means is basically that um, the experience that you'll get on the feed when you share it is going to be completely different than um, what it used to be where, you know, you might get this weird little link and then it takes you somewhere and then you kind of get lost on the internet. Um, now it's going to feel as if you uploaded it directly to Facebook and you can play it directly from Facebook. So this is really great for things like this podcast, um, and other video and sound, um, you know, content that you create just showing again that, um, I don't know if you if you go back and listen to that uh, sort of future proof marketing that this that all of these big tech companies are there in an arms race for our video content, which is why I mentioned Twitch, for instance, because video content has become so, so powerful um, because you can consume it uh, audibly. You can watch it. You can um, take it and transcribe it. It's it's so versatile. If you create like I should be doing these podcasts on video um, and then reusing it over and over and over again. So uh, the the next thing really is um, talking about the uh, uh, the same VR thing, Oculus TV. It's just VR TV. So basically, um, you can watch Facebook Watch on uh, this. Basically, it's just like a TV channel for VR. So uh, again, they're making a big play. Uh, Facebook's making 
you sort of a big bet on VR and um, wanting to be one of the leaders in VR. And, uh, and so, you know, hats off to them. I haven't had a VR experience that I would want to sort of continue to experience. And so it's, to me, it's just not there yet, but, um, this is definitely coming down the pipe, especially if they're putting that much money into it. Um, so, so definitely pay attention to that. Uh, the other thing that's happening, and again, this is another one that the business owners should be paying attention to, is um, translations are now going to be live in Messenger. So imagine, if you will, that you integrated the Facebook chat um, into your website and someone comes on that speaks a different language than you. Um, you could actually utilize this, this translation service. Now, it's not that robust just yet. But it's just something that's coming down the road that you need to be aware of that makes Facebook Messenger, um, in fact, that's, um, if you follow me on social media at all, uh, then you probably see I don't, I don't post a whole lot. Um, and a lot of my conversations are happening on Facebook Messenger, um, which to me is the, is the only reason why I'm on Facebook right now, aside from you know anything I do marketing-wise. So that's pretty cool. So we talked about, um, I think the 10 or 11, uh, to me, I mean, the, the big takeaway about Facebook is to me, they're down. Uh, I think they're dying. I think uh, any expert you talk to will talk to, to you about that, that it just kind of seems to be waning, that we're kind of tired of it. Um, but they're not out. They've got a lot of money. They've got, they own some companies that are still growing and growing larger. So they're going to be a little bit, they'll probably be relevant. And so we'll just have to see in the future, is it too little too late as far as the innovation goes? Um, or are they going to be able to you know, write the ship. Are they going to be able to live up to the ads that we've been seeing where, um, you know, they're talking about, Hey, this is a place for friends and we're not going to manipulate you anymore. <laughs> we promise, um, you know, doubt it. Seriously doubt it. I definitely think, um, as more people wake up, uh, they're going to be really tired of Facebook because, um, I, I, everything I see on there says nothing's going to change the way that we need it to enough, I guess change enough. Um, but again, they've got all these other players in, pl- in place, so, you know, chances are, like I said, they'll be hanging around for a little while and they'll be relevant for you to market to. And that's, and that's another takeaway is that um, the stuff that you may not like about Facebook, like you may not like the things they're doing, you may not like the changes they're making. Um, in order for them to really stay in business, they need users and they need you to pay for advertising to reach these users. And so that's not going to change uh, as we move forward. So that was about the, the 11 different things. We talked about their dating. We talked about clearing, clearing the history, Instagram's video chat, which I think business owners should pay attention to some of this other stuff. Maybe not. Um, the apps are back open again. Uh, the VR, uh, set like, so this is a, the actual product itself, the VR TV channel, um, the sound sharing, which I think is big translations and, um, the WhatsApp. And of course mentioning the 2d to 3d weirdo, uh, photo thing. Um, and so next week, probably a little bit more exciting episode. We'll talk about the state of the internet. Really excited about, um, about that episode. Not because I think it's going to be an exciting episode. It's probably going to be a little bit more informational. Um, but there's so many more little business takeaways about what to do, what to be paying attention to. Um, you know, if you've mastered everything else, like you're, you're a bigger business and you're, you're sort of hitting all the cylinders, you know, what can you do? You know, do you need to be paying attention to voice search? Do you need to be paying attention to, um, you know, just the, the demographic changes and the government influence and that sort of thing? So we'll talk about that. Um, and that'll pretty much wrap up all of the sort of newsworthy stuff that I'll be talking about over the next, really, next few months. 
and we'll be diving into the rest of the summer of the summer of growth hacking. So hopefully you'll you'll stay in tune with that and have a summer of growth hacking. We've got a LinkedIn episode. I've already written down the notes, um, and there's some really really great stuff in there. Mainly because they made some changes, and so how do how do you leverage those changes? Um, and then of course the Pinterest episode I mentioned uh, about talking about that, and then we'll get back into talking about landing pages. Um, I've taken the notes on the landing pages, what to do, what not to do. And um, if you don't have landing pages, we'll be talking about why you need to implement them and why they're big. So really just kind of stay tuned for the next few weeks. And um, I, as always, would love your feedback at Joshua at FordMarketing.com. That's Joshua at 4RDMarketing.com. Send me your comments, your requests. Um, we probably will have an interview or two coming up this summer as well. And if you know a good person to interview, you have a contact there. I would love to interview them, especially if you want to hear from them. Um, and as we cross that thousand download mark, uh, I would be just blessed if you would share this podcast with your, your friends, families, work, you know, coworkers, networkers, whatever, um, share it with them. Uh, let, uh, you know, give us a like on, uh, a like I can talk about Facebook now. Uh, but you know, go ahead and subscribe to us on iTunes and give us a great review there. Um, the, the bigger the podcast grows as far as downloads concerned is going to sort of fuel us for the future. Um, and as of right now, we're approaching 50 episodes and I have yet to sell you guys anything, run any ads on this thing. And so, um, hoping that we'll sort of reach a, a threshold where, um, we won't need to do that. Maybe it'll be just be a sponsored show by someone other than my company. So anyway, that's uh, just some of the stuff on my mind. Really just wanted to go over F8, especially if you weren't there, and um, kind of talk about those things. So as a business owner, final recap, um, really just like to be actionable here. Um, as a business owner, um, video is huge, uh, and... Um, VR is going to be a big part of Facebook. Those are the two really, really big takeaways. Also, Messenger is going to be really big. Uh, they just announced advertising for inside of Messenger as well. Um, and so those three things are probably your biggest takeaways. So the big three rocks for you to think about are um, VR. Is there some way that you could integrate that? Um, like real estate agents are huge in this area. They could integrate that. Um, you know, financial planners, maybe not so much. Um and Messenger, though, is a big, big piece of this. Um, and then these other two apps, WhatsApp and Instagram. Um, Instagram, you need to be thinking about video. We already talked about that in the last episode. And then um, with WhatsApp, you need to think about that many users are your clients on WhatsApp. So like when we get into the Pinterest episode, we'll talk about how um, the demographic really skews towards women, um, but men use it as well. In fact, uh, Pinterest is really an interesting study in the fact that how they over half the users are actually on there looking for products to buy. Um, pretty interesting books uh, of research that we did just to sort of come up with that episode. So anyway, thanks so much for listening and I look forward to catching you next week.